Welcome to Let's Talk About It, where we talk about the it's that no one wants to talk about. We are question-based and conversation-driven. Hi, my name is Olegia Nozier. Hi, my name is Paula Camacho. Thanks for hanging out with us two immigrants who have a whole lot to say and a whole lot to learn. Hey, yo, Ole Drew here. <laughs> um, this is Paula. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we switched up the intro on you. Uh, yeah. Welcome if you are new. We love having you listen. And welcome if you've been with us for a while. We also love having you listen. We love mm-hmm. to start off with a serious question. So I'm going to run right into it. Paula, if you had to choose between these two things, what would you pick and why? Glamping or camping? L-O-L. <laughs> that was the mood. <laughs> the moment you say, if you had to choose between this and this, I was like, why would you do this to me? You know, I, I hate making choices. <laughs> oh, Well, I'm sure you will get to understand glamping versus camping at some point. But mm, this is kind of about a legend. But I say glamping because I've never been really camping. <laughs> you know what that's fair i feel like all the people out there who have been camping well it depends on what they like about camping they might be like how dare you or they might be like you know what that would that would be fun i never been glamping either so i guess that's not yeah i just feel like you don't need to have that much experience to go glamping (laughs) that's true but to to go camping you need to know you need to be somewhat more prepared that's very true for all of you who don't who are listening and don't know glamping is like glam camping so you go out you either are in a cabin that's like really nice you've got running water you've got indoor Mm -hmm. heating all that kind of stuff or you're in like a super bougie tent that had that's like huge that also has like different amenities you know the house somehow there's like tents with rooms in it yeah, those kinds of things. Whereas camping, well, camping is just regular, regular. You go into the bush, you take your tent or your cabin with no central heating, <laughs> and you sleep on the floor or whatever. <laughs> Can you tell I've never been camping? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever is it that you sleep? <laughs> if you sleep. <laughs> yeah. So essentially I, one is, is more fancy than the other. Yeah, that's basically it. And I mean, I've been to like camp but i haven't been like actual legitimate tent camping so i'd probably pick glamping too so that's fair all right i'm ready for your i'm ready for your question okay my question for you is what is the best present you ever received oh hmm that's a good question i always have difficulty with these kinds of questions though because you don't want to hurt people's feelings (laughs) Well, there's an element of that, but sometimes I don't remember my gifts. And, like, that sounds Mm. really bad. But, I mean, like, honestly, I'm very easy to impress when it comes to gift giving. So, like, every gift I get... That's very true. Yeah. Like, every gift I get in the moment is the best gift I've ever received. Like, I will react probably like it's the best gift I've ever received. Because I like getting gifts, but... Oh, man, best gift. I don't know. I will say this is going to sound so like 21st century, like teen kid of me. But I will say there was one Christmas, a Christmas when my brother and I got our matching HTC Incredible S 
super phone or maybe it was just a smartphone i don't remember there was a difference between super phone and smartphones and now everything is just smart but anyways um HTC Incredible S, it was a cell phone. My brother and I got it for Christmas and we both got them just before we went to Florida for vacation for that Christmas year. We went to like Disney World and all that. That was really incredible. I had a great time. That was a good gift. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. You know, like, Olegio really is a person who's easy to give gifts. (laughs) She's right. She would be happy with whatever. Like... I don't know if you guys ever seen those videos where kids, like, their parents wrap, like, a banana yes. or an avocado <laughs> on Christmas and they open it and they're, like, so happy. Yeah. I picture you being that I kid. I really am that kid. You know that one kid who's like, an avocado? Thanks! Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. literally me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so good. Well, awesome. Um, as we kind of we're going to transition now into the key core of our new series and again if you've been with us you know we like to talk about cultural things we like to interrogate them some of the things that we kind of just take for granted so our topics usually kind of roll around that and today the series we are going to be talking around the central question are you happy because there's a lot of messaging around that's always like do what makes you happy or as long as you're happy and uh, they kind of drive a lot of things in culture they drive what we do what we don't do what we like what we don't like how we're willing to confront other people about their choices so yeah we're gonna go there friends we're gonna go there And we have a special treat today because Hella did a poll and we have some results for you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So today on our Instagram, we asked our followers, can money buy happiness? And we gave them some options, uh, which were absolutely not at all. It depends. And I am not sure. Uh, To this, people answer. 12.5% answer absolutely 12.5 answer not at all. 75% answer it depends. And then 0% answer I'm not sure. And then the following question that we had was, why do you answer the way you did? To which some people said, money can buy materialistic happiness. Money is an instrument to be utilized. Money can help you help others. And then somebody say, it can buy happiness, not joy. And then in brackets, they put sustain happiness. So first of all, thank you to everybody who participated. So great. (laughs) We feel like, you know, we're on our way up. (laughs) We have answers from polls, guys. This is incredible. Uh, but yeah, I I think there's some really interesting themes that kind of have come up through some of the answers that you've shared with us today, Paula. You know, the things of um, money kind of being this tool or instrument to another means or um, bringing up, you know, the difference between happiness and joy, which sometimes comes up. And I think that in order to even ask that question, can money buy happiness? There's there's a premise behind it. And we need to ask ourselves first, what is happiness? And so in our last series, Paula asked me what do I think identity is? So now I get a chance <laughs> to ask Paula, Paula, what do you think happiness is? <laughs> Can you identify it and, <laughs> and elaborate upon it for us? Mm, well, I think 
honestly, I think I think Google can say a definition of happiness, whatever the Google definition is. I don't have it right now. It doesn't matter. My point is, I think happiness has a different definition for each person. Mm. Like what happiness means to me, it can be completely different what it, from what it means to you. Um, and in the same way, for me personally, I think happiness is not just, you know, a feeling of like, I just feel happy and that's it. Like I've, I think happiness is a, it's rather a compilation of a, a bunch of feelings all together. Like it's not just like, I'm happy. Like it, it, like a lot of other things play a role into being happy, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. So you're are you are you saying something like, oh, happiness could be I'm it's a mix of excitement and anticipation and glee and I don't know, I'm running out of words here. Like all together to make that? Or are you talking more um yeah, like situation, like what are you talking about? Yeah, no, I like like you said, but also like I've like cause you can be sad. You could today. You could you could have been sad, right? Mm-hmm. But then you experience this glimpse of happiness through something that brought you joy in the moment while you were mm. sad. Okay. But then, you know, like it, it's not like something like oh, I'm just happy today. Like it's it's like something brought you joy. So like it contributed to being happy or helping you to get there. But it's not like oh, I'm just happy and that's it. Like. You know, and it doesn't have to, like, it's not something that, like, oh, I'm just happy today and that's it. No, you can be happy in the middle of being, like, going through your struggles and other things um, in your life. Okay, so I can't help myself but go in the direction of some of the things you said. And to some people who have kind of spent a lot of time listening or thinking about this question it may feel cliche but i think it's cliche because there's something we something in it that we still need to figure out and basically my question is so how would you define happiness versus joy because you kind of said oh there are things that you could be sad and then you see something that brings you joy in the moment and you're happy so is there a difference is there not a difference how do you differentiate or link those two things um, <laughs> I think there is a difference, honestly. Like I, like I feel like happiness. I I need to stop saying I feel. I uh, I think happiness is just like kind of a state of. I don't want to say a state of mind, but you know what I mean. Like it's like more more of the moment, um, rather than joy, which I think is something that like. And I th- I think it goes back to some some of the answers that we got from one of our our followers, which is, Monique, it can buy happiness but not joy, and then they put sustain happiness, which I th- I totally agree with, right? Like I think yeah, I think happiness is just like a state rather than I don't know if I'm making any sense like <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are making sense. I mean, I don't know. I think this is something we all spend our time trying to figure out, right? I, Yeah, it's just, I think, because the two words kind of sometimes they're used interchangeably, sometimes they're not used interchangeably. And I think it's worth sitting down to think about, right? Like, yeah. 
is there a difference is there not a difference and i i would say that i am along similar lines i think that you know at least i've been taught to think Mm -hmm. that joy is not circumstance dependent um and whereas happiness kind of it's like an emotion like sadness or yeah nervousness or whatever and so yeah i think that understanding of those two things has kind of been taught and engraved in me but it's an interesting question but then like so my question is like should we then be striving more towards joy than to happiness hmm i think it's easier to say oh forget happiness like go towards joy because that lasts even when you're sad you can be joyful but you can't be happy but i also want to push back against that a little bit because i don't think there's i don't think there's anything wrong inherently with moving towards happiness or striving for happiness i think happiness is a good thing it is a good thing for people to be happy (laughs) um but i think you know even as a kid you kind of grow up thinking oh happy is good sad is bad so we do have to be careful with with that Mm. but i think happiness is fine i think it just again like you coming back to your point about how happiness kind of is defined by different things to different people i think we just have to ask ourselves how are we defining it for ourselves and how have others defined it for us because i think even in your question right like can money buy happiness um that question is is age old in that people then ask oh if i make enough money will i finally be happy and you know you have all the movies all the stories all the books all the everything that says oh money doesn't buy happiness but i think it i think it can in particular ways depending on how you're depending on how you're defining it is it primary happiness in terms of oh um if i have money then i will be happy or is it secondary where it's if i have money then i can do these things i can sew into these communities i can whatever which will make me happy so questions to think about yeah and then like you just said something about movies and why not where movies talk about a lot about like you know money cannot buy happiness but then also like i was thinking as you you were speaking um has then culture movies social media then picture a completely different idea of what happiness truly is to us because you know you see in this movie in in the movies like uh like all these happy endings rainbows and butterflies (laughs) and then like you get this perception of like oh that's what happiness should look like that i said like you know what i mean like are Mm. we just getting the wrong picture then so then what would you say is the picture we're being painted what is the picture we're being painted Mm -hmm. well like take as an example like a romantic cheesy movie (laughs) you know like they become almost so predictable like oh they find love in the random ways and then they break up or something and then later on they (laughs) reunite they come to their senses and all of a sudden everything just lines up perfectly (laughs) and they have a beautiful family beautiful car beautiful house and that's all and that's great the The end end. (laughs) (laughs) and then you leave that movie having a perception of like that's what relationship should look like 
like I understand the picture they're trying to paint of happiness, but like are they painting the true picture? Is happiness have does happiness then happiness then has to be just rainbows and butterflies? Mm, or can happiness also be um, up and down and yeah. gritty and sad you know it's interesting that you bring up movies actually because now i'm thinking about how what are the movies that we are attracted to right like we are attracted to when we say you know really good i mean everybody's attracted to different kinds yes but a lot of the times the movies that really jerk on your heartstrings are the ones that have you know an up and down and there is they're striving against all odds or they're uh they're working um with with misfits mm. or however mm-hmm. all of the tropes that we see in the films right and then the end is so much more satisfying because they've worked really hard or they've gone through some some bumps and some bumps and and you know potholes along the way and then we feel relief when they finally get to their goal and so i think like even that is another another sense of happiness and i always wonder what's in that up and down you know back and forth pothole journey that makes the end so satisfying that makes us feel like we're going away you know happier or <laughs> or you know of lighter yeah, spirit that's true and it's almost like i think it, it happened to us like once because like again we were roommates because um, most most of the movies out there like they had again end up with a happy ending and then there was this one movie I think we watched and like it didn't have a happy ending where they end up together. <laughs> and we were like, what? <laughs> what is this kind of ending? <laughs> and like I remember us being so mad. But then you think about it and it's like, well, like wasn't that ended more like realistic? <laughs> realistic. <laughs> yep. So then I think then that also kind of brings us to the question of the circumstance point right because I th- why do we watch movies you know like sometimes we watch movies to feel to escape to feel happy to you know get mm-hmm. get lighter a lighter feeling than whatever we're getting in our day-to-day life and so it does feel disappointing sure. <laughs> when when they don't <laughs> they don't do it the way we want it to be but then um i also think like for myself some of my favorite movies are the most you know like there's a happiness but it's not defined in the typical way right so like one of my favorite movies is one day and it is not necessarily a happy ending but it also is at the same time and it's that tension there that makes me really appreciate the film so i always wonder then like what are we looking for when we're looking for happiness hmm isn't that the real question? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I think I think as humans, we are looking for two things. <laughs> and those are... We're looking for, for purpose and we're looking for happiness. But then we think that in the process of finding one, we will achieve the other. And by that, I mean like a lot of the times we have this idea of like, Oh, if 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 I find my purpose, if I reach my purpose, whatever that is, then I'll be happy. You know what I mean? Mm. And there is conflict in that then because mm-hmm. what if what if you reach whatever you had in mind or whatever your purpose is, um and then you get there and it's like you're not happy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a huge question that I think a lot of people find themselves asking when they get there. Because it kind of also brings us back to that idea of the picture-perfect image, right? We see all of these pictures and we're like, oh my word, Like, I want to be that, I want to get there. And maybe if I can figure out my purpose and I can reach it, then I'll be just as happy as, as they are. And the thing that continues to... I don't know if baffle is the right word, but the thing that continues to intrigue me is I think a lot of us do know that getting there isn't all that it seems to be. Whatever there is, you know, like we are like, oh yeah, Instagram is so terrible Mm -hmm. because everybody just posts the highlight reel. Like we all know this and yet we still continue to A, post the highlight reel and B, strive for the highlight reels we see in others. And I continue to ask myself, what is wrapped up in that? Why do we know this thing and continue to try to seek our happiness? Sometimes people also put happiness with fulfillment or contentment or, you know, whatever you want to put in there. We continue to seek it despite knowing that that's not all that there is, that there has to be a deeper, a deeper element to it. Um, it's like the hashtag, right? You know, the hashtag, hashtag blessed. Uh, Let's hashtag talk about blessed. that. Let's talk about that a little bit, Paula. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. What do we, why do we do that? <laughs> why do we get on the trend of hashtag blessed? I almost wonder if are we really happy or are we just telling ourselves that we should be happy because, oh, well, we are blessed according to the hashtag hmm yeah (laughs) lots of questions in here today that's a really that's a really good question are we really happy are we trying to tell ourselves that we are from the hashtag i just did a since we're doing lots of uh experiments (laughs) here today i just typed in to instagram the hashtag hashtag blessed there's 137 million posts oh my god and i see a number of things i see announcements for um for babies i see people dressed up really really nicely in front of green fields i see expensive outfits and i see workouts i see um what else we have here i see parties you know like the cute little balloons and the all of that um I see a lot of a lot of selfies, a lot of travel, a lot of cars, nails, and then of course, yeah. you know, the other the other uh like faith-based stuff. Mm. So Bible verses um and that kind of thing. People on vacation. Mm-hmm. So I won't belabor the point, but I think even without having to have typed that in, we could have probably guessed what we would see. And this is maybe perhaps another conversation of blessing and like, what is that? We say that all the time. I'm so blessed. Um, You're so blessed. Let's all be blessed. Um, And I don't, I'm being a little bit, I'm joking and being a little bit sarcastic here, but I think, you know, it's worth, it's worth being blessed like that's a good thing and if you use the hashtag goodness i'm pretty sure i've used the hashtag it's there's no no judgment on that point at all but you know with culture it's easy to kind of just do things and not think about it and so 
I just wanted to bring it up because I'm like, what does that mean? Is is it a state of mind? Is it equal to happiness? Is it not equal to happiness? Um, because then you also kind of look at circumstances, right? So are you only blessed for a particular moment? Are you only happy for a particular mm-hmm. moment? And does it change according to circumstance? And I think that's important to ask ourselves too, because maybe that also fits into our understanding of joy. Um, do we, do we, can we have joy and be blessed and not be happy? Lots of good questions today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. Hopefully we can get deeper into some of these questions as we go yeah, throughout the series. So. Of course, this is the first episode, so we're trying to set the scene for y'all. So stick around while we all figure this out together. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but then, because another thing that kind of like is in my mind right now is sometimes, I don't know if it's joy or happiness, but sometimes it takes a lot to get to there, like to get to there, to get there. To get to that place of like, you know, I feel happy. You know, I'm joyful in this moment. Mm, mm-hmm. But then what I noticed too, it is it takes so so long on, oh like yeah, it, it's a long road to get there. But then it takes so little to kind of get off of that. Mm. Like you can make a whole journey of you know, I am not happy with where I am today. I'm not happy with myself i'm gonna work on it and then you take a journey of months and months of work and then you get to a place where like you know i like i feel content with who i am today but then little things start to happen and it will kind of like push you off of that place of like i'm content and take you back to a place of uh, Mm oh you know like not being happy or you know take you back to where you used to be and like yeah so i don't know like why like now that i think of like as we are speaking i'm like happiness is more complex than it (laughs) seems to be like we're just like i'm just happy right like as kids we're literally taught happiness good sadness bad happy with a smile sad with a frown like we kind of create these big boxes and we say this is Mm -hmm. separate and then you kind of get older and you're like oh this is really not as cut and dry as i thought it was and here I am still striving for this thing that I don't really know how to explain in the first place. Yeah. Mm. Do we as adults overcomplicate the definition or concept of happiness? Or uh, as kids, they oversimplify the concept of happiness for us? I think we should test that theory. <laughs> Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> we might we might test yeah. it. Maybe we'll get some kids <laughs> on here and ask them what they think. And then all of you listeners can be the judge of that because I think these questions are important to to explore and I personally think that it's a little bit of both I think on the one hand kids it's oversimplified because I mean how you it's like trying to explain atomic physics to a child yeah like where are we going with that but also I think as adults we kind of lose touch with that grounded element of just being content just being happy with where we are mm-hmm. babies don't think about tomorrow i mean as far as we know um babies don't think about tomorrow they just sit and think about now they're like i'm hungry can i eat i'm sleepy i'm going to sleep you know they kind of just focus on on the right now and it's our job as adults to kind of think about the 
hours that come from the future right and so yeah i think that it's it's a little bit of Mm -hmm. both but i think that the the difference that happens there is necessary that's what we spend our lives trying to figure out and what we spend podcasts like this trying to figure out so if anybody's listening and actually has the answer dm us or email us we would love to have you on we would love to have you answer this (laughs) question for us or these sets of questions for us sure yeah We left you guys in this episode with a lot of questions, and that is very Mm -hmm. symbolic of Paula and my conversations about this topic. We had a lot of questions, so we're hoping that we'll journey, right? This is is the space to do that, that we'll journey and maybe come to some different conclusions or maybe just more questions uh, in the rest of the series. So thank you guys for taking the time to listen today. We hope you had fun. I know we had fun. And I think it kind of speaks to the testament to the idea of Sometimes you end a thing with more questions than you started with. And that's an okay (laughs) space to be. (laughs) That's very true. So uh, with that, we are signing out. Bye, friends. Adios, amigos. This is Oledra Nozier. This is Bona Camacho. And we're signing out for Let's Talk About It, whatever it is. If you would like to stay in contact with us, you can visit our website at www.com let's talk about it pod.com or send us a quick email at host at let's talk about it pod.com we're also on all social platforms on facebook and instagram at the let's talk about it pod and on twitter at the capital l t a lowercase i t pod we'll talk to you soon bye for now